I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And we got next. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, of course, to another episode. Uh, I want to thank everybody that has checked out our YouTube page. Got to see how our setup is going. Um, On top of all of that, we also have um, some new things that will be happening. Um, Dark Souls 3 comes out on Tuesday. Um, I purchased the collector's edition online. We will have that on Wednesday. So I will do an opening video for you guys. Show everything that's inside of it. Show, uh, you know, whatever DLC codes I get. And just the whole nine when it comes to that. Um, But also, on top of that, um, we have a small debate to continue. And that was me saying that closure in video games is necessary. Um, And it helps. I don't even remember exactly what I said. Basically, I want closure in my games. And you were saying, Chris, that if you close a game, you don't get enough money. Yeah, I was speaking from the standpoint of the video game, like, the companies, not even the companies that develop it, not the developers, but the actual, like, you think about Treyarch and Infinity War, they are, like, the actual developers. They develop the Call of Duty games. Absolutely. But Activision is, like, the producer. Which we're going we're gonna to get into a really big thing about Activision yeah, here yeah, in a second. Yeah. But keep going. Um, but, like, the overall company, like, you, said, you look at EA, they're, like, the overall company, and they have a bunch of developers who work on different games. So... They look at, you know, a franchise and say, oh, well, you guys have this really good thing going on. We want to keep doing that. Like uh, Battlefield 4. They have the battle packs. You can earn those in-game. And I'm pretty sure DICE wanted that to just be within the game itself. You can just, you know, work your way up and get it. That's how anybody who wants to play a game wants it to work. You know, you can get all the shit within the game. That's But these old, these over overseeing companies, I don't know what to call them. I guess they're, they're what, like the... Producers, develop uh, not the developers, like producers, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they want to make money, so how they make money is adding in DLC. Like, oh yeah, you have this many maps. You take out these what, you know, sixteen maps in Call of Duty, split them up into four DLC packs, and we'll sell them a season pass so they get it. Because all that stuff is already on the disc. We just have to unlock it with the DLC code. Now yeah. some of it isn't finished, so I understand that. But see, but like, I feel like. Like, me personally, right? Because when we ended, we were talking about zombies in Call of Duty. I want to see an end to that. Now, do I understand that Activision is going to say, hey, bring back Nikolai, Takiao, Tank, and Rick Toffin? Due to some recent developing information, I do see that. And I do kind of see that that my point on it is what the consumer wants, no longer what they should do. Mainly because it's not Treyarch saying we won't end zombies. It's Activision telling Treyarch do not end zombies. 
Um, which sucks. I don't like that. It really, really irritates me. Uh, but, I mean, I've, I've just learned there's nothing I can do about it. You know? Uh, I'm screwed. When it comes to that. I mean, they, they, they can have closure, but I feel as though, like, we we recently found out that, you know, when Black Ops 3 was first announced and they announced it had supply drops, they made a specific statement. They used an exact set of words and they described the supply drop. They said they were all cosmetic items. Only. Only. Only cosmetics. So it's the taunts, taunts and gestures, this camos, different skins for the characters. That's and it. that's it. And with the recent addition of these weapons, you know, the NX Shadowclaw, the Marshall, the Marshall, these guns that function differently. I mean, not the not the knife skins, because those are different. They're, they are technically different weapons, you can say, yeah. but they all function the same. They're all one-hit kills. They're basically just like a skin for a knife. You still, yeah, you just still have to run up. It might increase your range slightly. Or like swing ratio, how fast you can swing, but it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, these newer guns they're adding in, they said they were not going to do that. Well, recently there was a developer that went on the Reddit and he was pretty upset with how the fans are going against Treyarch. They're like, people are attacking them. Because, uh, Treyarch and Vondahar. Yeah. And um, he basically described the situation that Treyarch was talking to Activision about the supply drops and Activision said, we will, we will allow you guys to only uh, put in cosmetic items if the game sells well. That was the base stipulation. They, were, they said that if the game they, sells good enough, we won't add in weapons. They needed disc and downloadable sales to reach a certain number, which it did. The reason that we got weapons was there was not enough purchase of COD points. Uh, basically the same way that Advanced Warfare, when they you know put in guns and stuff, People were buying advanced supply drops like crazy trying to get them. Activision said, if people aren't trying to get these skins, we're going to make you put in guns. So, the Shadow Claw, the Marshall, the MX Garand, what, the MP40 basically? Yeah, MP40. All of those were put in for the simple fact that there was not enough sales. That was all supposed to be part of the season pass. Exactly. When the first pack came out, you were supposed to receive... The MX Durand, the Shadow Claw. You were supposed to receive the uh, Marshall. Yep. And then... Uh, there was like four guns. Yep. Uh, the MP40 was just going to be a skin for another gun that you were going to receive. That all changed when they couldn't sell enough COD points. Um, and that's why you now see, at first you could only get, what, $40 worth of COD points? Yeah. But now it goes all the way up to 100 Um, which I'm not going to say that I get. All I'm going to say is I'm not going to bash them for it anymore. Um, it's not their fault that that is going on. Um, it's literally Treyarch, or not Treyarch, it's Activision. it's Activision saying, yeah, we let you guys try, you failed, so...
so this is what you're gonna do now. Uh, which sucks, but I mean, there's really nothing that we can do about it. I mean, uh, my, my biggest thing about it is that these companies, they're selling us a game for $60, but they're using the free-to-play model, kind of, where it's like, you know, most games that are free-to-play, you get a base game, maybe like four or five characters, maybe ten guns, but if you actually spend money on the game, you can unlock more guns. But the people who buy Season Pass, who buy the game straight up, they get all that shit to begin with. And to me, that's fine. I'm fine with the free-to-play model and, like, the pay-to-win type situation as long as the people who are actually buying the game are rewarded. And I feel like, I mean, obviously, the long shot, they're not going to do it. They're making too much money off of this. But if Call of Duty did that, I think it would work out for both, you know, the fans and them. They would make money because if they just sold the game regularly, so me and you could buy the game like how we want. We buy the season pass, so we get all the DLC and shit. But then they have a version of the game that's just free to play. It's just the multiplayer. So you just get the base guns and you just get the the base specialists, all the base stuff, and then everything else can be unlocked through supply drops. But you have a chance of unlocking. You don't. You're not guaranteed it. So that way, if someone wants to spend money on the game, they can spend money on. If they would rather just try to buy the guns that they want type of a situation, go right ahead. Yeah. But you're not you're not going to make it to where I don't know how to put it. Like right now it's set up to where, you know, oh, everybody went out and got this game. Awesome. But also know you're still going to have to spend more money to get the things you want. Um, and, I mean, the taunts and stuff are fun. I wouldn't spend money on them. But when you're keeping me from guns, it literally forces you to. Mm-hmm. And to all the listeners, the 2100 that listened last week, Hopefully we can match that number again this week. Can we just all... I mean, I know that we're only five... Or, you know, this 2100 out of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of gamers. But... Can we please try to not purchase that anymore? Like, let them know that we are not... That that's not gonna fly. Yeah, we have to boycott or do something because it's kind of ridiculous how much they're they're basically pimping us, you know. And it's, it's ridiculous. It and a lot of games do this, you know. Uh, EA and Madden did the, you know, they're not as bad as they were in the past. Yeah, they're a little bit better. They're much more better. They have really good content. Yeah, and like the thing is with with EA Sports or not EA Sports, but just EA in general. When you say EA, you go, oh, Madden, like. Because that's the biggest one that people do spend the extra money on for packs. But the content inside those packs, it really is hard to just get a horrible draw. Uh, I mean, there's still times that I'll open a pack and I'll be like, oh man, I don't really need him. But I'm not getting somebody that's also worthless. Yeah. Um, I mean, in 2K, that's a little different because there's just not as many... 
You don't get players. You don't get enough players in 2K. I feel like they can give you more players. With how many bronze players there are, I mean, in 2K, there's your regular set of bronze players on each team. There are 30 NBA teams. Let's say there's like 10 bronze players on each. Yeah. So out of the 10 bronze players, Tom, that's 300 bronze players right there. Then behind that, you have historic teams. Clinton added historic players with 10. There's 35. Yep. Like 30, at least 30 historic teams. And then on top of that, you have dynamic players. So you have the same bronze players who are dynamic as the first 30. So that's another 300. That's 600 bronze players right there. And you have the historic bronze players, 35, 10 on each, 350. Now you're at 950. And then on top of that, you have four or five pages of free agents. Yep. Who are players who are not currently inside the league, but they can play in the league if some, a team picks them up. And so that's like like four or five full pages full of bronze players. There aren't very many silver uh, free agents. So you're looking at like a crazy amount. Not to, oh, there's dynamic free agents too. Yeah. So which there, makes no sense. There are so many bronze players that they can literally give you five players, and you still probably won't get anything good. Which yeah. is it's crazy. And the reason we say that is because. I mean, with Madden, when you pull a pack, you get about one gold or better, um, two or three silvers. It's been a while since I pulled a pack in Madden. Uh, maybe like two silvers, and then um, all the rest are bronze, and you get like three or four. And yeah, there's moments when I get the same player again, but I'm never upset. You know, it's never, oh, I got Tim Tebow's free agent card. They don't make free agent cards. If you're not in the league, we're not making you a card. Um, And I think that that's really smart, one, because if they did that and you went to all the free agents that are available, you would have too many cards. Not to mention with football, I feel like, Players are much more <clears throat> valuable all in all. Like, yeah, you might have a silver player, but there are silver players that people still use in, like, Ultimate Team because they're really fast or they, you know, have a lot of strength. Yeah. In 2K, it's like, if you're a silver card, you're just shittier than other people. Yeah. It's not as consistent and you're not as good. It, it, I thought you to adjust the rating system of, again. They did the Legend Scale, which is good. But at the same time, there aren't very many, very many silver players who can function, you know, in the higher seeds where people have diamonds and fucking amethyst. Like, they're just going to get dominated. Yeah, when you have, like, a Jordan against, like, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of another shooting guard who's, like, a silver. Uh, D'Angelo Russell or something like that. If they're, like, playing each other, yeah, the Jordan should win because Jordan's a better player. But D'Angelo Russell should still be useful. Yeah. Like, there should be moments that D'Angelo Russell is worth a damn. Yeah, there are just too many cards just aren't useful at all. Um, so, I don't want to say we need to pick and choose stuff like that, but when you're paying for the main part of the game, like in Madden, we have franchise, quick game, ultimate team, draft champions. Like, there's multiple ways to play the game. In Call of Duty, let's be honest, there's two. Let's be completely honest. 
Do they have a campaign? Yes. Does it matter? No. It's multiplayers and zombies, but now we can buy our way into better things for both. Mm -hmm. And you're literally paying to have a better experience. And it and it just lets the rich prosper. Well, literally. And it literally <clears throat> makes people that... The true... I don't want to say that people that buy stuff aren't true gamers. But the grinders, the, the people that are... Who don't have the money to, just to spend on a fucking video game. I mean, we're already spending 60 to $100 on a game. I mean, I think I should get... You know, even if they only release... If they release 100 extra weapons, I could see, like, you know, 50 of them, like, being like, oh, these only supply drops, you can't get them anywhere else. That makes sense to me. It's fine. Whatever. But when there's only, like, 10 extra weapons inside of a game, I'm playing Call of Duty, I think I should get those 10 extra weapons if I spend $100 on a game. Absolutely. Especially about pre-order, too. Like, think about pre-orders. Now we're at a point where we literally, you know, spend $100 on a video game, months, like half a year ahead of time, a year ahead of time, before the game's finished, close to being finished, before we even see any of you to play any of it, we're already sunk $100 into the game. So now they're asking us to spend more money for it, and it's it's just ridiculous. It's not fair, and it's just not, it's not good business practice on the side of being, like, honest. You know, as a businessman, there's still, like, a level of uh, honesty that you should hold, uphold you. Absolutely. Oh, so too, you know? Absolutely. And it, and it comes down to the fact that when you make it, I don't want to say a necessity, but when you make it almost a uh, you have to buy this moment, it takes away from the game. And I, and I truly do believe that. You know, it makes it basically less fun. To play the game. Because now I have to... I can try to grind this out. But I'm not going to get what everybody else has. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm instantly screwed. Um, and I just think that that's... I mean, it's just wrong. Like, why would you do that to us? I mean, we're coming in and we're spending money on this stuff. And like, you, okay, even UFC 2... The stuff that you buy in that goes to one game mode. You know what I mean? It goes to the ultimate team online. It doesn't go to exhibition matches online. Like if there was a game, if there was a thing where they, like, yeah, you can go buy supply drops and you can get all these extra guns and, you know, all these extra features, but then there's also a part of the game where you can only use the base guns, I think that would be better. You know, I think that that would help really increase people not caring about it. Because I don't have to play the game mode that involves all that extra stuff. Yeah. Very true. So, what do you think is going to remedy this? Like, what do you think would fix it? Honestly? Yeah. Very little. I think we've already dug ourselves in a hole. I think it would have to be some time of not buying this stuff. 
of just really sitting there and saying, okay, you want to basically screw us over, then we're just going to not buy it. Like, we're just not doing it anymore. I think that will be the moment when they go, okay, these guys don't want that anymore. But until then, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that video game company should either hold us to a higher standard and just give us the DLC. Give us the shit that we deserve, honestly. Yeah, they can have DLC and, like, packs and shit like that, which is fine. Like, I'm fine with the combat pack. Yeah. You know, it's four extra characters, new moves, which is actually 12 extra characters, you think about it, because when you get the four new characters, they have three variations. So that's cool. I'm fine with that. You're basically getting 12 new characters to fuck around with. I can spend, you know, what was it, fifteen dollars? Mm-hmm. A little, a little bit under, a little bit under five per person. Like but you know that you get them. Yeah, you know you're getting. You know what you're kind of getting. And this one is like, you play Call of Duty. You don't know if you're gonna get, you know, a good map. I don't know if I even like half the maps in the last DLC. I don't like Skyjack. I don't like. The Gauntlet one. I like Rise a little bit. And I forgot the other one. I don't remember it. But, you know, I don't know if I'm going to like it until I see the trailer for it, which comes out months later. So I think it should either be up front and be like, this is the DLC you're going to get. At least give us like a little preview. Or, you know, just give us DLC for free. Give us what we deserve. You know, I want DLC to be some new shit I've not seen before. And if it's going to be something that's already on the disc that I should have already gotten, because half the time we get games already finished. And that's just kind of ridiculous. You think about Battlefront, that game was not finished. Not at all. It was pushed out to make a quota and to launch around the same time as a uh, new Star Wars movie. And that's just not, as a whole, the billion community does not need things like that. But we allow it because we continuously buy it, you know, allow them to do this shit to us. So, like you said, we just need to, like, as a whole, support the companies that aren't doing this shit. And also, uh, I don't want to say boycott, but, you know, let the companies know that we aren't going to take this shit. I just feel like we're, we're getting to a point where it's... It's like sink or swim right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If we don't do something soon, we're screwed for a while. Um, But there's been some new rumors out that kind of support everything that we said, like video game companies were doing, about... You know, everything's just a remake. Nothing's new. Crash Bandicoot's coming back. We don't know in what capacity. Um, it said 2016. It's just a picture. Um, so there is no definite, I don't know, timetable, I guess you could call it. But we are looking at we are looking at that possibility of really seeing something good 
Got a new Ratchet and Clank coming out too. Yep, that comes out here pretty soon. Uh, based off of the movie, that's also coming out here really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that. I just think that, I I like it. But I also wish we just got just new platformers. You know, just make a new character for us. I, I would really like to see that. I understand why that's hard, but I, that's just what I would really love to see from the industry right now. I feel like we are stuck in a, I don't want to say a rut, but we are stuck in this moment of, we know what's coming out. Uh, we know ahead of time. All right. Well, Call of Duty's gonna come out probably what August seventeenth or whatever the middle Tuesday is of the month. Um, we're not, and we're just like accustomed to it so much that we don't even realize what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there are a lot more like newer titles that are really that are really good coming out. Like Doom, they yep. had a beta. This had just had their beta last week, and it went over really well. People really enjoyed the arena style shooters, which haven't been around for a while. Um, the Battleborn beta came beta came out yesterday, and from what I hear, people are really enjoying it. You have Game of the Division. I'm pretty sure all of them would have DLC. But, I mean, just, like, Doom is a rehash of an older franchise, but it, I feel like it's done pretty well. From the looks of it, it looks really good. I know the main story is going to be good and fun, but the multiplayer looks really good. Battleborn, it's been kind of done before, but it's a different take. It's a, it's a totally new franchise, basically. You're supposed to be a Destiny killer, the same way the Division is. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, we have new, newer games coming out, and also with the VR headsets... There's going to open up a lot more possibilities. You have games like uh, Splatoon and Rocket League that are out. These indie games that are kind of taking the forefront to some of these more AAA titles. People are getting fed up with them. Yeah. And also you have those fan favorites like Crash Bandicoot, Sly Cooper. You got Uncharted where people really love these games. They're story-driven games. And people enjoy playing them. So they're going to keep on making them. Games along the same lines or remaking them. Like I would love to see a new Spiral game. I will play it not only off of nostalgia, but just off the fact that it was just a good game. It's a hard formula to mess up. It really is. Um, but to me, it's like I'm cool with with make with with the making those, but I just I just also want to see at least a few attempts at something new. Mm-hmm. Um, other things in some gaming news, um, Dark Souls 3, which we've already kind of talked about, uh, there's a board game coming out for it, potentially. Um, the board game is headed to Kickstarter, so you can go to Kickstarter and support that. They want to make sure that people would actually want it before they really start making that, um, which makes sense. That's a that's a big risk when you try to make a board game of a video game. Uh, 
on top of that, <clears throat> uh, April 15th is the beta for Doom. There's an open beta, uh, April 15th through the 17th. So make sure that you guys go check that out. Um, I'm pretty excited for that. That's something that I'm definitely going to download and play intensively. Uh, there's just there's just a lot going on right now, honestly. With so much stuff coming out, uh, it's there's so much going on. It's hard to pick and now I don't want to say pick and choose, but know what to keep your eye out for. Uh, if you guys have an Xbox, Quantum Break came out not too long ago. People are really upset about that game because it was <clears throat> marketed as an Xbox exclusive when the Xbox One first released. Mm -hmm. And then they decided to release it on PC, I believe, mm -hmm. as well. And they were really upset about that, which, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, when you have the Xbox, you want to have that one game where it's like, you know, like the Halo or Gears of War, which they actually are releasing the new Gears of War clip tonight. They are. A little bit more on the story on that. But, um... They don't have that game. They don't have games like that. PlayStation has a little bit more. You know, they have Uncharted. They had, uh, what else did they have this year? Trying to get exclusive for PlayStation. We Not have, really too many. PlayStation is kind of, I don't want to say left exclusives, but they are focusing more on just good Good games, whether it's on other consoles or not. I mean, you got MLB The Show. Um, Sony does have an exclusive deal with the MLB. Um, so if you do see a baseball game on Xbox, you're not really using the Royals. You're not really using the Red Sox. You're using the Rose Shoes or something stupid um, just so they don't get in trouble. Um, but is there any games that have already been made that you would like to see a virtual reality like remake of? Uh, what I mean by that is, um, you know, I, I've, I'm not really into it as much, like with the controllers at least, but high velocity bowling. High velocity bowling. I think I think actually like a I think that would be really good on virtual reality. I think like a Hustle Kings, like a poker slash uh, pool game will be really fun both virtual reality. Oh absolutely. Yeah. I think that would be really good. Um, I think it would be I don't think it would be hard to do it, but since you know, there's other people doing that online with you. You know, getting the thing to when you look over to whoever's, you know, in the three spot on the table while you're playing poker. Like, kind of matching their head movement so you know if they're looking around. You can look at each other. You know, stuff like that. I think that would make it better. Yeah. I just don't know how well that would work. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's still some clunkiness of the VR right now, but I feel like they have to explore that. Absolutely. And they, like the, 
catalog of games for VR is really just like these like roller coaster, you know, exploration games, and then there's like you know horror games. Obviously, going to be a big, but it's not really that many like you know casual like lounge type games. Like I think like a a pool game would be fun, like a poker game where you sit down and you have like a virtual character. That would be fun. A fucking detective game would be really cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll get right back to that vir- or to the uh, virtual reality comments. They just released the trailer for um, Verge, one of the four multiplayer maps. I'm taking a quick peek at it. Um, oh my god, it is a 20 second video. Uh, when I say that this is basically stills, yeah. it's basically stills. Uh, it looks like you're going through like an old mining. Like that's a better way to say it from what the former description was. It looks like an old mining area uh, from these stills, but it's definitely going to be something that's that's set for like the shotgun players. Definitely a. Um, uh, uh, toe to toe, you know, not not much when it comes to the 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 far lines of sight. Uh oh. There's also for the Metal Gear Solid fans, there is um, some a VR app featuring the voice of Snake coming out. Hmm. I don't know if that means that a full game is going to come out or not. Um, just kind of depends on that. Uh, it'll also be kind of difficult for that full one to to come out, especially something like that. Um, I just really like, just really like how, um, Metal Gear Solid is right now. Uh, I don't think it would. I don't think. It, I don't think that would be one that would be a good switch to virtual reality. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Um, also, new PlayStation um, app or not app. Update is coming. Yeah, I just got, I just got one yesterday. I yeah, yeah that's the one I was about to talk about. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know if it was yesterday or not. You can remote play from any Mac or PC. Um, so, you know, if you really do want to continue that game, put it on your tablet, take a controller with you when you got to go take a shit, and uh, you can keep playing. Which I think is cool. Um... Not anything that I think is like spectacular, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I think that it's more important just to keep making the system run better, keep working with these servers, keep working with you know a lot of those things, and then worry about. I don't know, everything else. Right now, it feels kind of, what's more stuff that we can give you? I mean, I will say I like the community aspect of it. That's really cool. 
they did a good job on that. Like finding players like online who have you know same taste in video game, like to play the same game as you. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And uh, yeah, the community aspect has been really good. It's been something that definitely can help out. A lot of people aren't using it correctly. I will say that very quickly. Um, but I, I'm just worried that most of the updates that I've seen lately mm-hmm. haven't really added much to the system. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all been, here's a cosmetic. Here's a pretty new way to live stream. Oh, I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, prettier way to live stream, you know? Um, it just hasn't necessarily mm-hmm. been as much, hey, this connects you to the server better, or anything like that, you know? Very true. And I feel like that's because they're saving a lot of it. They just started uh, production on the PlayStation 4 Slim. Yep. Basically, PlayStation 4.5. Which they do about every two years to add in a new edition of the actual system itself. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that stuff's going to be, the connections are going to be better on that. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, I wouldn't want to go get one, mainly because I'm, I'm good already. I already have a uh, PlayStation 4. So I'm I'm good on that already. Uh, but man, there's a lot of games that are actually coming out. Um, but I do want to know which one are you more excited for? We'll we'll stick with the bigs of Dark Souls and Ratchet and Clank. You know, which one are you more excited to see happen? Ratchet and Clank, for sure. Because it's been so long since we have one. And plus, there's so many, like, adventure games that are along the same lines as Dark Souls. There's so many Demon Souls and Dark Souls games in general. That's kind of just like, you know, we need some, damn it, we need some uh, platformers. Absolutely. And I agree with that. Um, but for those of you that might have just got a PS4 and you're looking for people to play with, these are the top downloaded. Remember that part. These are the top downloaded games last month. Um, number one, The Division, which makes sense. Number two is a game that I have never heard of. It's called Salt and Sanctuary. Um, something I might have to go check out now. Uh, number three was Rocket League. Number four, MLB The Show 16. And number five was Minecraft. Uh, not the, uh, story telltale, but, uh, just Actually, the regular Minecraft. Minecraft. That game is so huge. You know? <laughs> yeah. And other games that are on here... The top five are what I really wanted to talk about. Other ones on here that I'm actually really surprised about. Heavy Rain. Hmm. 
is still in the top 20. Uh, the Last of Us Remastered. Assassin's Creed, both Black Flag and Syndicate are up there. Um, and they also released, because I guess people are still downloading onto the onto the PS3, um, but the games that are on there all kind of make sense. Um, Alice Madness Returns, which is an older game, so I am slightly confused by that. But, I mean, The Last of Us, the Uncharted series, Minecraft on PS3. Um, but, Prince of Persia, The Two Thrones, Digimon All-Star Rumble, two other Prince of Persia games. Uh, really, really weird to me in, in that part. Um, I... I I just figured that, you know, the downloads on it would be a lot lower. You know those, what I mean? those older games? Yeah. I feel like those games, like, encompass the true meaning of fun. It's kind of like how, um, I say Nintendo games, they only go up in value because they're just fun, genuinely fun games. You don't need online to play them. Like, the Prince of Persia games are all really fun. Adventure games, platformers, puzzle games are all really fun, and they have replay value outside Absolutely. of like the story and the campaign. You know, you look at a game like uh, Witcher; people are still playing that GTA. People are still playing it because it has like a novelty value. It has fun stuff to do outside of just the story itself. Absolutely, and you don't need to play GTA Online to even have fun. Like I know so many people don't have online, but play GTA Five every single day. That have bought the game since it came out and have not played like. Half the story mode. Just yeah. run around stealing cars, doing funny stuff, putting in cheat codes. Which to me is kind of cool. Um, when it comes to the Xbox side, I cannot find a list. But that doesn't mean that there's not still other stuff to talk about. We already talked about Quantum Break. Overwatch comes out here really soon. Uh, I am going to have the Collector's Edition for that. Um, the game looks really fun. I like the story that's already been kind of like built up for it. Um, I just, I really like the fact that you, like these new ideas are finally being brought up. Like something like Quantum Break is finally out it's not just sitting on a shelf uh, we might do it we might not you know it's new people may not buy it but they're going full force into it which does show some promise for those I don't want to call them indie because it's not an indie game but lesser known games you know they're not just going to shy away from the new titles as much, maybe. Uh, I just, I'm just really enjoying it right now. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of how I wanted to end this was talking about some things that are going to be coming up when it comes to, uh, we got next, um, next week. Um, I met this guest, um, 
Thursday, actually, um, he, he he's not a huge gamer anymore. He's still more of you know the classic gamer. He's not really as up to date, but very smart man is going to be joining us um, to actually kind of talk about you know. When we a while ago, it's been a while since we talked about the misconceptions about gamers, mm-hmm. and we talked about everybody thinks that gamers are out of shape, only eat junk food, um, and one complaint. I only heard one complaint about that episode, and it was, "Well, you say it's a misconception. Why don't you say some healthier options for people to eat while they're playing games?" You know, why don't just say, oh, we don't just do that and then just leave it alone. Well, there are some that do eat very unhealthy foods. So why not tell them how, not how, but what they could be eating that would mess, that would make a, make them a better, healthier person. Um, so the guy that we're going to have on, his name is Keith Loveless. Um, he is actually working on a new way to bring food into people's homes. Um, you know about growing in fields. Mm-hmm. You know what um, indoor hydroponic growing is. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of aquaponic? No. Um, basically all of your fertile, like it's, it's, it's still grown indoors, but is all the fertilizer like within the water that you use, you also <clears throat> raise fish and the fish maintain the plants, maintain the plants, um, taking up much less space, taking, uh, much less chemicals, um, healthier food, quicker growing, um, and just, you know, all in all, better, not only for the environment, but for us. He's going to come join us. Um, he's also a SoundCloud um, podcaster. Mm-hmm. I don't have the name of his podcast. He's very new to the podcast world. But uh, I definitely wanted to bring him on and and just kind of find out more about, you know, what we could be eating little snack type things um and i'm sure yeah there'll be like some vegetables mentioned and stuff like that like some finger foods but we'll be able to pick his brain see kind of what he eats and and things like that um we are working with our twitter (laughs) um talking to multiple youtubers big and small trying to get some YouTubers to to come hang out with us. Um, the highest listened to podcast that we ev- ever have. Um, the podcast featuring Patrick Ryan. Uh, me and Patrick have talked about getting him back on the podcast in order to uh, just see what he's been up to lately, see how uh, everything's been going with him. Uh, 
I know, Chris, you have some other connections that I don't have, and we, we've really been been pushing all of those to bring you, um, to bring you more and more guests. Um, hopefully, in the near future, we'll be able to see some. Uh, See some big names onto the podcast. Um, also, we're—I don't know how we're going to do it quite yet, but maybe some sort of a oh gaming tournament. Set it up somehow. Um, now, would this gaming tournament be online, or are we going to do it, like, in person? I feel like I have ways of setting it up, like, in person. I know people that work at, like, Game Nut. We can set that up. Because I've been talking about, like, setting up, like, sponsoring fighting game tournaments in Lawrence. <clears throat> but it's kind of difficult to get the word out and get people to show up to it. I have a couple friends who actually hold some sites to speak it to, but... You know. Well, see, I'm thinking about talking to um, a website, Chris. You'll know quicker. I'm not going to say any names just because I don't have anything set up. But I've, I've done a few contests with them in the past. Um, I would love to set up a free entry online tournament and have them kind of Like, I would still sponsor it. Like, I would put up the prizes, but have them kind of monitor and help with the running of it. Help run it, you know, smoother. Um, Just kind of depends on what we'd be looking at with that. Um, I just... I really want to game with you guys. I really want to be able to talk to you guys. Um, please come and follow the Twitter. Um, official We Got Next. Um, be sure to come check out when we're doing live streams. Be sure to come check out when um, when we're doing events. Um I personally will be out in L.A. Uh, Originally, it was going to be for a comedy thing. I'm no longer doing that. I just want to see... If I could meet some of you guys, that would be amazing. Um, L.A., we have a, a, a nice number of people that listen. I'd love to be able to meet you guys. Um find out why you guys are started listening to us what you guys love about it what you guys don't like about our podcast that way we can make it even better um i want to grow with you guys um so just let me know and please message us on twitter facebook we'll have a facebook page here soon um just, just find a way to find us. Let us know what's going on. Uh, what you like, what you don't. Um, I think that's going to kind of do it for us here today. 
Uh, and like I said, next week we will have a guest on. I'm looking really forward to that. Um, but as always, I'm Dom. I'm Chris. And we, we got, got next. next.